Here's a look at First News. It's fair. It's accurate. You get the damn truth. Queen Elizabeth Coffin is set to leave Buckingham Palace for the last time as it's taken amid somber pageantry on a horse-drawn gun carriage past crowds and mourners to the Houses of Parliament. That's where the late monarch will lie in state now for four days. Crowds began massing early Wednesday, waiting for their chance to see the queen for one last time. Some said that it could take up to 30 hours before you get in to see the queen. In fact, in Canada, they've made it a national holiday up there, are going to give the federal employees a day off. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said September 19th will be a holiday so that the federal employees can mourn Queen Elizabeth on the day of her state funeral. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has visited the recently retaken city of Izium during a visit, greeted soldiers, thanked them for their efforts for retaking the area. The Ukrainian flag was raised in front of their burned-out city hall building. Russian forces left the war-scarred city last week as Ukraine is pressing forward in a big counteroffensive that has reclaimed vast swaths of territory. In the meantime, pressure is building on Vladimir Putin, hearing it from some of his own now about this war with the Ukraine. U.S. inflation showing no signs of stopping after the report came out yesterday. You're going to see some action from the Federal Reserve to try to slow it down again. Spiking gas prices, even though we've had some relief, drove it to start. Everything else continues to go up. Things are worsening. The Fed's next time could possibly raise interest rates by one point at their next meeting. Rescuers searching for a person missing in a mudslide. Tractors are trying to plow through this thick sludge and get stuff off of the roads in California. As Southern California was hit with some heavy rain earlier in the week, firefighters were making sure there were no residents trapped. The rain, though, did help put out the wildfire that had been burning out of control. That fire in Northern California erupted as new evacuations were ordered, but the rain helped. Kenya's newly elected president, William Ruto, said that climate change is going to be the key to their government's agenda. They want to make an ambitious pledge to wrap up clean energy in phase alpha. They don't need to do that. We already took care of changing the weather here with our new climate bill. They don't need one. He said he wants to make sure that things are back to normal, wants to transition into electricity exclusively produced by solar wind and geothermal energy by 2030 i don't know if he knows this but you know africa used to be hooked on to the united states <laughs> you know I, I i don't know if he knows that or not what else another battle has broken out between armenia and azazerbaijan They've accused each other of new rounds of shelling on Wednesday. 100 troops were killed in their conflict. I'm not sure I could even locate Azerbaijan on the map. No. I don't even know where that's at. But anyway, they're fighting. Outbreak of monkeypox starting to subside in Europe and parts of North America. Many scientists are now calling for resources to be redirected into stopping these epidemics on continents where 
The once rare disease was established for decades. Global emergency back in July. Little has changed on their continent months later. No rich countries have shared vaccines or treatments with Africa. Some experts fear interest in funding critical questions like the search for a monkeypox cure may soon evaporate. We mentioned earlier this morning, your Federal Bureau of Investigation, your IRS, your justice system continues to go after political foes of the Democratic Party. The latest, My Pillow Chief Executive Mike Lindell. He was at a Hardee's restaurant, folks, fast food restaurant, Mankato, Minnesota. He was in the drive-thru when FBI agents came up to him after getting notice from a judge down in Colorado that we need to look at your cell phone. And they took his cell phone from him. Circumstances of the investigation are still unclear, but they had a warrant to take his cell phone. A package exploded on the campus of Northeastern University in Boston. A staff member suffered minor injuries. The package was found near a prominent art museum Tuesday evening. Boston Bomb Squad was at the scene. It was near their Museum of Fine Arts on the outskirts of the campus. They report the package exploded, went off, and it was being opened near the University Holmes Hall. Hurt one. The nation's largest freight railroads, folks, are negotiating contracts with their 12 unions ahead of a looming strike deadline, which is coming up on Friday. There are 13 contracts that are being negotiated, over 115,000 workers for Union Pacific, CSX, Norfolk Southern, BNSF, Kansas City Southern, and other railroads that carry thousands and thousands of carloads of imported goods, packages, chemicals, coal, raw materials throughout our great nation. Now, we just had an article today from the Biden administration said that the supply chains are all doing so much better. Everything is getting where it needs to be now. There are no shortages anymore. And we have a railroad strike that is only going to make things worse. According to Associated Press, the contract that they offered recommended 24% raises, $5,000 in bonuses, part of a five-year deal. The recommendations also include one additional paid leave day a year, but it pays for workers to pay a larger share of their health insurance cost. Their cost, though, would be capped at 15% of the total cost of their health plan. They would have to pay 15% for all of their health insurance bill. Now, that sounds like a better deal than the rest of us get, 15%. And besides, what happened to Obamacare? Remember John Tester and all the rest of them? Obamacare was the answer to every American's health care problem. It got everybody health insurance. It was cheaper. You could keep your doctor. Health of America was going to improve. Happy days are here again. Folks, that was in 2010. It's 2022. We, we are 12 years later and our health care system is a wreck. It's a wreck. Stocks yesterday tanked. We talked about it. World markets don't like what's going on here in the United States and elsewhere. 
Yesterday, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 1,267 points. NASDAQ was down over 600 points. The S&P 500 down 177 points yesterday. Your retirement took a hit from current Washington, D.C. policies as well. Oil, $87.31 a barrel as of yesterday. Joe Biden is going to Detroit today to showcase electric vehicles. He wants everybody in America to have electric vehicles, so why not electric heat? Nope, not going to jump into that. Too big of a voting block along that East Coast to mandate they all have electric heat instead of burning all those fossil fuels, but... He's going to be pushing electric vehicles today, part of his Freedom Reduction Act that the Democrats passed last month that will make things just euphoric for everybody in America. In fact, they had a big party last night in Washington, D.C. at the White House. Guess who paid for all that? We did. Wined and dined, drank and prime rib and everything for thousands there as they celebrate the Freedom Reduction Act. Starbucks is in the news. Starbucks said they're going to spend $450 million next year to make their North American stores more efficient and less complex. They're going to open 2,000 new stores in the United States by 2025. Growing demand for drive-through and delivery. Want to save energy? Want to make people want to help? You could do two things. You could save energy and you could help with the obesity problem in America by eliminating drive throughs Oh, yeah. People wouldn't have to sit in line burning their cars, and they would get exercise at least from the parking lot to the store when they went in and got their double whipped cream caramel <laughs> whip ass thing, whatever they drape mark. Huh? Nope. Not going to do that either. He's too big of a supporter of that party. So, yeah, new, more drive throughs Starbucks said the stores need better equipment to make drinks more quickly, too. Among things driving the revamp is the unionization effort that Starbucks is opposing, and so they want to make their stores better. California going to impose first-of-their-kind requirements on social media companies to publish their policies for removing disturbing content, including hate speech. Only they get to determine what it is and what it isn't. Gavin Newsom, that nut job, said he's going to sign the bill in California. Largest union representing General Electric workers said they have reached a deal with the company to speed up their pay raises for workers at their aviation plan in Massachusetts. Their facility in Lynn, Massachusetts, would be eligible for raises sooner and then could reach the top pay rate after six years instead of 10 years by their old system. Fire apparently caused by a big dust explosion destroyed buildings and equipment up there at the sawmill in Livingston. One employee, in fact, suffered burns, had to be flown to Salt Lake City. It would happen Monday at the RY Timber Company in Livingston, destroying three of the connected buildings and the machinery with it, manager said. The planer building, uh, planer building was destroyed and 85 people work there make construction lumber up there in may they shut down the sawmill in townsend after it caught fire destroyed the building and machinery and that had to be set and sold at auction 
U.S. officials have withdrawn some parcels of public land near the Fort Belknap Reservation for future mining to protect a reclamation area where we've spent $80 million cleaning it up. Mining will be barred for 20 years on four square miles up there at the Zortman-Landusky Mine. That site is now administered by the BLM. The former owners declared bankruptcy in 1998, leaving cleanup at the site to the taxpayers footing the bill. The BLM has previously said the remaining cleanup work is going to cost about $70 million. That'll keep the BLM workers working for a while. And uh, we used to have a guy up there many years ago. I remember he used to call. He worked up there at the Zortman Mine. Used to listen yeah. to us on top of the mine. They, right. could, they could get us up there. Happy days. You're here again for Oregon. Wildlife officials said wolves are inhabiting a new area of the state in the northern Cascade Mountains. The Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife confirmed the new family has just moved into the region with two adults and two pups. They were first found last December out by Warm Springs, but the tribal biologists have documented their locations using trail cameras, most recently in August. Wolves once ranged most of the United States, but they were nearly decimated back in the 30s under government programs. And Oregon officials said they have now 175 wolves in the whole state of Oregon now. (laughs) And so... uh, Happy days are here again. They got a new family. At least that's a family that's moving into Oregon (laughs) and not out of Oregon. In sports, got a couple of things. First of all, I have a question about the difference of using the N-word because Donald Sterling did it and he had to sell his basketball team. Well, the guy who has owned the Phoenix Suns, Robert Sarver, he's owned them for 17 years. And not only did he use the the N-word, but he also sexually harassed employees and he's been doing it. But... He doesn't have to sell his team. He gets a one-year suspension and a $10 million fine. Really? <laughs> That's what I said. Wow. What I heard about it. Hmm. And uh, the Indianapolis Colts, after week one, have let their kicker go. Uh, he missed a 42-yarder to win the game, along with two kickoffs shanked out of bounds late in the game. That's not good. <laughs> I said, you know what? We're going to cut you at some point. You just go now. It's early. We can probably find somebody. Lot cooler today, folks. Seventy-one degrees. That's the high. You got a tea time today? One oh eight. I figured that <laughs> after such a nerve-wracking pressure-packed day yesterday. It, it, two days. Yes. Gosh, gotta hit that course. Seventy-six tomorrow. Seventy-one Friday and seventies through the weekend. So that looks pretty good. You want to know a word that makes Mark nervous? Use the M word. He's heard that from past girlfriends before, and he'll, he, he he runs from that, too. Don't mention the M word. Hey, look, I'm not even sure I, I can commit to this tea time. <laughs> 62 out there right now at 643. That's what's happening. Mark and Paul here together. Thanks for tuning into the cat. 102.9 on your FM dial.